0: Greetings, my name's Rick and welcome to all the audio coverage from A Blog To Watch for everything that's going on in and around Watches and Wonders, Time To Watches and all the other brands that are just pitching up on hotels in Geneva to speak to us about their watches. We have interviews galore for you, so hopefully you're going to enjoy the one that's just about to pop up and if you do, then subscribe to everything else on the Spending Time channel and search for A Blog To Watch Weekly on your podcaster for all the news and reviews of the watches that you're about to hear about in these interviews. Enjoy. Well, welcome to the show, Guillaume Lede, who is the CEO of a number of brands, many of which are presenting during Watches and Wonders at the Beau Rivage. Now, there's three in particular we're going to speak about today, Guillaume, but first of all, how are you and are you excited about the next two or three weeks in the lead up to Watches and Wonders or is it all a bit nerve wracking?
1: Yes, yes. But thank you for uh, welcoming me uh, in uh, in your show, Rick. Uh, thanks for the invitation. Yes, very excited. But we have a lot of uh, things coming uh, with uh, Vulcan, with Nevada, and uh, and Argon. I'm very fine. I was traveling a lot uh, in Asia last two weeks. In uh, I, I had the chance to go back to to Japan, to Hong Kong, to. Uh, Singapore and uh, and to show uh, around the, by the next launch we are doing with the F seventy seven for Nevada or with the Space One Argon and and the new uh, cricket and chronograph collection for Vulcan. so it was the uh, last few weeks were super exciting and uh, and uh, the next ones to go to, to Geneva will be also uh, quite intense I, I will be super happy to to welcome uh, to welcome the guys in uh, in Geneva in uh, at the Borivage. so. Um, so feel free to to ping me uh, uh, on Instagram or LinkedIn and uh, and uh, and make an appointment to 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 see that. Excellent.
0: Well, I'm staying just along the road from the Bow of Eyes, so yeah, I will be sure to pop along. Now, there's three brands you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's before we get into the specific, just a very quick. What is your background? How come I am speaking to a man who is involved in three
1: or more different brands? It's a good question, uh, but I, I, at first I, I made a business school in, in France, uh, in Nice and Paris, and then my first job after my business school was uh, at Zenit in Switzerland. So it was my first uh, discovery, uh, to be honest, of the watchmaking industry. I had the chance to arrive at Zenit uh, when Jean-Frédéric Dufour, current yeah. CEO of of of, uh, of Rolex, uh, was relaunching Zenit after a, a very. Uh, Uh, complicated years uh, before so it took back the brand uh, to the roots of zenith and bring back the the el primero collection uh, the captain collection the elite collection very more classic than the the style they had before with the defeat things a bit weird extreme and uh, i was fortunate to make to arrive in a small team with a lot of uh, responsibilities for my young age at, at that time a lot of marketing digital it was the the beginning of Instagram, of the even of website without like a PDF catalog online. So it was, uh, it was the new, uh, new, very new for the watchmaking industry to have also a mobile website or Facebook, Instagram, so YouTube. It was the very beginning. Then after that, I I, I work a bit for uh, Girard Perigo. I made uh, just a few months there between. Uh, because I had another super opportunity at the time at le Coult, So I moved to le Coult for three years after that. I was in the digital marketing uh, team. It was super exciting also to work with... Uh, I had a very good team, and I also had the opportunity to work a bit with Jérôme Lambert, who was mm-hmm. a very impressive man. that is now uh, managing uh, Richemont Group. And yeah. uh, what he did with Giger, it was was quite impressive from where he started to, to where he... To the brand. And then I was thinking that the corporate life was not... Uh, what I was, uh, what I preferred. So um, yeah. I had um, always the desire to create uh, something to make my own company. I had the entrepreneur um, uh, instinct, I would say. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was one of the first to make the Kickstarter So things. So um, I have launched okay. my brand Kickstarter, William L. 1985, back in 2015 for my mm-hmm. yes because it was my 30th anniversary and it was quite a good success uh, we made like 200 000 usd in uh, in a few weeks and then a few million uh, online uh, quite uh, quite quick and uh, i did i did that for like five years i sold the brand three years ago so i met uh, remy chabra owner of the monisha group uh, who is doing uh, watches for a lot of brand in the industry At that time he was doing like what 2 million watches a year with his company so he had a a subsidiary in uh, Shenzhen, China, in Hong Kong, in Switzerland, in the US. He was doing part of my watches for William L. And that's so we started to speak about Nevada Grand Chen because he, he know very well the owner of Nevada, which is um, a Mexican billionaire based in Mexico. Yeah. But he was doing nothing with the brand, to be honest. So when I learned that, I said, oh, I think there is something super cool to make with Nevada, to, to it Chronomaster, but with the right thickness, right diameter and make it the more affordable possible for a Swiss made chronograph below 2000. And that's how we restart uh, Nevada Grand Chain three years ago. And then thanks to the success of Nevada, I was put in touch with with the Vulcan owners, Luxembourg uh, billionaire and other millionaire.
0: Lots <laughs> of billionaires with watch brands that they're doing nothing with.
1: Yeah, but I mean, it's like in French, we said uh, la danseuse. So uh, yeah. uh, when you have too many too much money and you want to just pleasure yourself and uh, and uh, you know, you, you have a Formula One team, or you have football club? yes or a pub in scotland maybe yeah <laughs> what are you saying that's that's
0: that's very presumptuous of you <laughs> whiskey distillery maybe oh uh, whiskey distillery exactly <laughs> or a
1: french wine one yard
0: perhaps. yes exactly oh a football team
1: and this guy he has he already done that yes this guy has already a football team he has also a bike team a golf uh-huh. course he has a he has already a few things like that and he bought vulcan like five years ago and uh, there was several uh, change in the in the management last few years, and they didn't find, I think, the, the right maybe uh, recipe to just make a, a good business with Vulcan. And so that's where I arrived, uh, proposing them to make uh, something uh, more classic from the roots of the brand, what, that, what mm-hmm. people like with Nevada. And to transpose that to Vulcan to make the, the cricket again uh, with the right dimension, the right case, in mm. uh, 36 millimeter, in 39, uh, right thickness, choose the, the very best dial from the history. So I uh, I went to the lock, I opened all the safe, I check on all the, the vintage uh, watch collection they had, I choose the one I, I prefer, uh, the one I thought that were the best possibilities to make the brand uh, back on track and uh, and also to have a, a good pricing below 4,000 with. Uh, Manufacture movement, a real complication with the alarm and what is a, a myth in the industry. To be honest, for the cricket is quite. Uh, but you have uh, uh, some. You, you told me just before. Yes. Yes, I have two. It's a super cool complication. The noise is uh, is not the best one you can have, but uh, at least it's uh, it's efficient, <laughs> especially if you hooked up with your watch and uh, have the alarm in the in the in the night with your girlfriend uh, telling you. what <laughs> 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 And yes, it's super exciting for a very plenty of history plenty of collection to to make uh, back uh, again so we started yeah. with the cricket then we add the um, the skin diver um, which is quite cool too and uh, and now we are coming with the the chronograph this month yes so let's
0: speak about the brands and the specific releases for during the show so let's start where we are just now which is a with volcano so i've already as you say done a couple of launches but we're now looking at a 1970s chronograph Mm-hmm. style of watch so talk me through why this is where you went to next as you say vulcane's known very much for the cricket and mm-hmm. the alarm watch so what was the motivation to go on to a chronograph as well,
1: but the, the thing is, uh, the there was this chronograph in the in the safe, the blue one, the blue mm. vintage one, and uh, with the silver uh, sub counters. And when I saw it, the step case uh, and the, and if the thirty eight millimeter case, found, it was super cool. And I carry it online on the on the Instagram of Vulcan. and I had like a lot of requests. What I do is is I always make a Instagram survey or a newsletter survey mm. with the with the fan of the brand, asking them what they think about this one or not, and and I see very very quickly if there is a lot of likes, a lot of comments, a lot of requests DM, and and you see quickly if if this one you have to 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 redo it. And the strategy also is that the idea with Vulcan is that we don't do a mono mono product brand, also because the the cricket is uh, you cannot but uh, as it's still a manufacturer Vulcan, you cannot make a, like. A, Twenty thousand movement a year. With when I arrived, there was only one uh, watchmaker left. How oh, can you build a business with only one movement and uh, mm-hmm. only one product? It's not possible. Especially also when you when you go on on retail, uh, on wholesale with uh, retailers, uh, if you have only one product. You need to have uh, something a bit more expensive, a bit less expensive. You have to like a a regular range, range, you know, without that, you cannot construct a brand. And uh, I was thinking that the skin diver was the very good hunter price level. Uh, with uh, ETA movement, quite easy to get, quite easier to produce and to assemble, and also to get the movement in time. Then you have the chronograph at 2,500, which is uh, just between the cricket and the skin diver. And after that, we'll have the the nautical, a bit more expensive at around 5,000. will come in, uh, I hope, in the summer.
0: Good. Now, I notice just before we move on to a different brand that you're working on, I notice you've kept the Inca block on the chronograph as a marking. Now, there may be some people listening that don't know the history of that. And don't really maybe know what it means. Do you want to just quickly explain the significance of Inca Block?
1: It's a system that prevent the the, the shock in the in the movement, and it was like back in the days uh, a proof of the solidity. For, I don't know if you said yeah robustness of the of the movement. Yeah, yeah. Also with the jewels, the more jewels you had, uh, and uh, and better the watch was uh, uh, at that time. And uh, and Inca Block was a uh, proof that uh, your your movement was uh, uh, anti shock enough to wear it uh, in the best condition. And 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 we ask anchor Block when we read it the dial if we can use a, we still continue to use the, the name so we just had to add a, a little air on the on the dial and the movement of selita is using it so that's why we we continue to use it
0: excellent well it's a great looking watch i'm a big fan of all things, volcano. Particularly, like, are you calling it a salmon dial? People have different names for these. You sticking with? I'm a Scotsman, so salmon's important to us. Yes, yes. So whiskey, salmon, and iron brew. I don't know if you've tasted <laughs> iron brew ever, but that's the three staples. And turnix tea cakes. That's the staples of Scottish life. Yes, there is
1: a limited edition uh, salmon dial that will be available at only fifty pieces. Excellent. Well, go and check that out.
0: So let's move on to a watch. That I think is gonna be particularly exciting and that is what's new from nevada now i noticed first of all that you're just using nevada on the dial of this and this is the new 77 yeah so talk us through what it is where it's come from does it have a historical reference to the brand in its past exactly. or is this just taking in the popularity it is after all a stainless steel sports watch yeah i don't think it's i don't think it's an integrated
1: bracelet yes. but it has that kind of it
0: is an integrated it has that feel to it so talk us through why this is where you've gone next with nevada
1: but with Nevada, as as I was saying, uh, the the idea is, is to always um, take back the piece from the history. So we started with the Chronomaster, then with the Death Master, uh, Death Master Pacman, then with the Antarctic, and um, and uh, one day I was online, uh, I think it was on Instagram, and uh, uh, some collect uh, a collector shared uh, in his stories uh, or in on, in the post uh, a Nevada I, I I never seen before, which mm-hmm. had the the very uh, Engineer IWC uh, Zenith DeFi or, or Royal Oak uh, style, mm. and uh, I was like, "What the fuck is that?" So I, at first, I was I was thinking it was like a, uh, not a real one, and uh, and then I made some some research. I I, I found a, a few others. I I bought uh, two uh, or three uh, vintage ones on uh, on auction and uh, on vintage um, reseller. And uh, and I was a super fan of the of the of the look and of the of the bracelet, so I um, I, I reshare it uh, the, the same day when I uh, I saw it and I was uh, like I, I never received that many DMs and that many likes and comments mm. on a post. And it is I mean, a
0: it is a beautiful looking watch and you've kept it to the original thirty seven mil exactly. Was that a difficult decision to make? You know, I'll be honest, I like bigger watches rather than smaller watches, but that's just me. Now, it's certainly the fashion at the moment for watches to be made smaller, but there's always this kind of feeling that folk ask for smaller watches, but when they're presented with them, you know, two that look the same, that are two different sizes, they go for the bigger one. Yeah. So how difficult was it to decide to stick to the original sizing on this f77
1: but it's the the dna of the brand since we restart mm-hmm. um we choose to make the the chronograph uh, chronomaster in 38 millimeter we choose to make the defmaster master also in 38 millimeter and uh and same for the for the antarctic so uh, what our customers and our collectors ask is always to stick to the roots mm-hmm. and uh and that's how the decision was not very difficult, and uh, and also uh, when we when we posted the the vintage watch in the in the post, everyone in the comments was like, uh, "Make the same size, make the same thickness, please! Don't do a mm. a big edition uh, like other brands could do." Um, so I think our market on this is 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 like that. Probably, yeah. if we want to expand more in the in the wholesale uh, on in in some in some specific countries. Or or even even in the in the in the US or but even now in Asia in the like in Thailand or we or in Singapore we had some requests to make bigger watches, uh-huh. uh So maybe we will do a, a thirty nine or, or or even a forty two version. 42 42 do you 42 <laughs> yeah because sometimes we, we we have always like people asking i have too big wrist to to wear your uh-huh. your, your skinny guy watch so we need more
0: <laughs> we
1: need we need more Good. diameter we need more millimeters so stuff, um, of, well this
0: is a wonderful looking watch i think this is going to be a big hit is it when is it actually going to be available from
1: so uh, we we just uh, announced uh, yesterday that uh, yeah. the and we revealed the, the design yesterday and uh, the the pre-order will start the 7th of April for 77 yeah. hours. Okay. And uh, and uh, all the pieces in the pre-order will be numbered uh, with a uh, uh-huh. uh, with a special uh, numero, and okay. uh, and we will deliver in September. And, and then it'll go on general sale. Sorry. And
0: it'll go on general sale after that. So the pre-order period is just for a a limited run of numbered editions. Yes, and then it'll just be added to the catalogue as something you can
1: always order. Yes, exactly. Yes, but without the 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 numbering. And okay, um, I've
0: I've I've got a sharp sharp object. I can number it myself. (laughs) (laughs) just tell me just tell me what number you finish on with the pre-order and let me know and i'll get one and i'll i'll sort out the next number in the line no these look really great and are just over a thousand euros dollars and swiss francs so do look out for that on the 7th of april finally then guillaume you have some exciting uh, like a fully new venture which will be descending on us during the watches and wonders week and this is the argon space one which is being developed between yourself and theo theo fret yes Ufret, is that the right one? okay theo theo o'frey uh tell us first of all about theo and then tell us about the argon space one
1: but Theo is a is is a, he's a crazy watchmaker. is he's is he's considered like a, a new a new journe. Um, he won the Ju- Young journe Award, something like this too. Uh, he was nominated to the GPAG for the best tourbillon last year uh, at GPAG. Uh, he's considered as yes, like very talented uh, watchmaker, and he's doing like five to ten tourbillon all handmade a year uh, at one hundred fifty thousand USD. So quite. Uh, complicated pieces to, to, to hone, uh, and he has a big waiting list. And um, and he had some project to make some crazy watch, uh, but more affordable uh, with a completely different design, like more like uh, MBNF, like the uh, Béthune or Urwerk. This kind of more futuristic uh, uh, kind of uh, of watch and uh, with a um, uh, different display, something very less classic than what he's doing uh, for his and uh, and we met at a Baltic uh, a Baltic party in Paris. Uh, uh, thanks to uh, to our friend, we had a common friend uh Etienne Malek, uh the founder of Baltic. And that's how we met last summer. And he we we said by uh, told me about uh, his project. I said, uh, Wow, it's super cool! But he showed me. I was like, uh, We have to do that. Uh, we have to do that and do it uh, affordable below two thousand. And uh, we had the same uh, same idea. So uh we, we we started to do prototyping very very quickly and uh and uh like one month ago we started to receive them and uh and we will show them in uh in geneva in march at the borivage and uh and the concept was to use a very uh, common movement uh soprod p024 so like the epa 2824 20, and then add a complication made by Theo developed by him so uh earth um, uh, tent jumping error and then a uh, very futuristic cockpit with uh, steel uh, carbon and uh, titanium carbon and titanium will be limited to 100 pieces and uh, each and uh, and the steel will be limited to only the, the the pre-order time so it will be a kickstarter project uh, because as it's quite a design watch uh, we thought that maybe the it can also interest not only the watch geek, but also yeah. more uh, other geek from other, uh, you know, Star Trek uh, or uh, design object uh, or uh, Star Wars, and uh, and more maybe uh, and try to break the barriers only the the watch community, and uh, and uh, and the steel will be at one thousand five hundred and carbon at one thousand eight hundred, same for titanium and in uh, and w- and four weeks of pre-orders uh, in uh, April, end of April.
0: Cool. Well, uh, if you want to go and see what that looks like, you try and get yourself along to the Beau uh, to find out during Watches & Wonders week. Uh, Guillaume, thank you very much for joining us. I'm you're sure okay. you're going to have a spectacular time during the show. There are some great watches that you're bringing to market. I'm particularly excited to see the Argon, but I have a wee sneaky light for the volcano, so I'm gonna make sure I come <laughs> across the Borivage and get a hands on with that. So, thanks for joining us. Uh, where can people go to find you on the internet?
1: Thank you. They can find me. I'm uh, I'm uh, below be behind um, Instagram of Nevada most of the time, uh, or, uh, or Argon with uh, with Theo. So they can reach uh, easily on uh, on Instagram.
0: Excellent, excellent. Well, thank you for joining us and have a great run-up to the show.
1: Thank you. Thank you for our invitation. Bye-bye, Rick.
0: Thank you very much for listening to this interview. Please subscribe to the Spending Time channel and subscribe to A Blog To Watch Weekly for all our weekly news and reviews content from the gang at A Blog To Watch. Thank you for listening.
1: Goodbye.